From three guys who never had a shot, it's the Walk on Water Boys podcast with your hosts, Addison, Austin, and Clint. On this episode, EA Sports announces uh, the delay uh, of the college football. Sad music. This week, rivalry week. Welcome to the latest edition of the Walk On Water Boys podcast. Joined here, a couple DCPs, Clint and I. I'm Austin. He's Clint. <laughs> We're. I'm, I'm whoa, sorry. Whoa, whoa, little, whoa. What, what is that in the background? Yeah, what I'm sorry. I'm a little thrown off. I'm a little thrown off because we're joined by special guests. Uh, some of you may know him. Most don't. Uh, Addison <laughs> yeah. is in the studio. It's the triumphant return. Yeah, the listeners that really increased here in the past month, they don't know this yeah. guy. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring a little uh, somber, unnecessary talk to the conversation. It's going to be great. I'm excited about it. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to have you back, Addison. I'm glad to glad to, uh, to have you back on the podcast. It's been a busy, uh, busy month and a half. Hadn't, uh, hadn't had the time, but I'm, I'm here now, and uh, I've got two months worth of talking to do. So Ugh. let's get at it. So this will be our shortest episode of the season. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. World Cup started. That's soccer. Mm. World Cup has started. Had some upsets so far. Ooh, you're your champion. Saudi Arabia beats Argentina two to one. Crazy. Mm. Mexico ties Poland zero to zero. Japan beats Germany two to one. I mean, fight of the Axis powers right there, buddy. Clinton, that's what I'm talking about. I think there's a Wilco song about that. Uh, you guys all know Wilco. All right. Uh, and then, of course, the USA, United States of America, tied that one. Gareth Bale's Welsh team one to one with a late score by Gareth Bale. <laughs> uh, so that's soccer, Clint. I'm sure you're ready to move on. Biggest <laughs> news over the past week. EA Sports announces uh, the delay uh, of the college football. Sad music. Here. I thought I thought that we were going to have to uh, have to go revive Clint when he heard. Oh my goodness, I was. I wasn't the only one. That so, was. Uh, means I don't have to buy Now school. I'm depressed. Now I'm depressed. So, <laughs> was there any word on exact reasoning? So. <laughs> So remember, <laughs> so remember when EA Sports announced they were bringing the game back? I do. There were all these sources reporting, oh, well, according to the documents and all this stuff, right. it shows 2023. EA Sports, they, they were smart. They never actually af- announced officially that 2023 was when the game was going to come out, but they never denied the reports either. So just everyone expected it. It's a bit of ambiguity, such yeah, yeah, it's, it's so. close to uh, Clint. No, 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 let's not do that. But, um, but I, I am glad to hear the reasoning for it. 
Well, I'm Phil glad. Said, that's you, what I you, asked. Are you going to tell us what the reasoning is? Well, the reasoning is is just the undertaking that it is because they're building this game from the ground up. They do not want this to be a carbon copy of Madden with just the college football teams thrown on top of it. Okay, so they're not using the so, Madden engine. No, the, not the Madden engine the like first reported. Okay. It is two totally different uh, developmental teams. Uh, now, they did say there's some back and forth between the two teams working together. Now, Madden needs all the help they can get. Um, but that's good news because a lot of the college football world was concerned that they were just going to make Madden and just you know change the, change the logos and stuff and turn it into a college football game. But they are not. Well, personally, I would love for them just to put a patch out in Madden football to turn it into college football just for the time being. I would like for them to just bring <laughs> back NCAA 14. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Too. Just, just call a, it the remastered. remastered. Yeah. yeah, remastered, and that'll hold us over for a year. I mean, I'm fine with if it's not a remaster. I'm fine with the same graphics. I'm fine with everything the same. Yeah, just make it available to the. Just make it available. Yeah, that would be. I don't, that would hold me over. But if I, I mean, can run, if I can run the speed option again. God, has it really been that long? It's been NCAA. Well, I don't even think we played 14. I think our dynasty was on 13. I think yeah, so. Yeah, we played yeah, 13. So, yeah, so but. I mean, but that that's good to hear, but that puts, to me, puts more pressure on them to get it right because sure. now you're wait, making us wait another year for this game, and uh, they better get Dynasty mode right. It better be, it better be flawless. Yeah, I agree. And uh, like you said, the back and forth, if they can help out Madden, uh, NFL, then, hey, more power to yeah, them. yeah. I, I know that I know the folks over there at uh, Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association were uh, were heavily disappointed. It was they had big plans for the online college football dynasty they were going to have. Um, there was going to be an announcement at the end of season one about that, but obviously with this news, they'll get delayed until season two. So, uh, so yeah, big disappointment. Big disappointment. Speaking of big dis- disappointments, Addison's here today. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Other big disappointments. Uh, Washington Commanders take on the Atlanta Falcons this week. Uh, Washington currently sits in last place in the NFC East. While but Atlanta, they are six and five. <laughs> while Atlanta is shockingly in second place. They are uh, they they're they're last in the East, which may be the best or second best division in all of uh, the NFL this year. That's true. I'll give you that. Uh, so big game, right? Uh, Clint's a Commanders fan. I keep wanting to say Commodores. I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. Addison's a fan of referees. It's going to be a good week. <laughs> referees and sometimes the Dolphins. And sometimes right. the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, so, Clint, do we have a prediction for you? Uh, I know Kyle Pitts has been announced that he's out with a uh, season-ending knee injury. Felipe Franks is still questionable, so we're hurting on tight end. Yeah, the tight end position. What are your thoughts going into this game? Well, well, I think it's going to be strength on strength. The Falcons want to run the football, and the commander's defense has one of the best run defenses in the league. And with the the, the combination of Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, the way they're playing right now, both of their start D tackles may be pro, pro bowlers this year. So, I mean, they, they've had a great Backed season. up against the pro bowler, Cordell Patterson. Yeah, and then there's the return of Chase Young. He's going to be back for this game, first game back after uh, the ACL injury that, that ended his season last year. 
so the front four finally back together again. Um, but then uh, to me, it's the trenches on both sides. Cause even on the other side, the commanders want to run the football. They want to run with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, but the weakness is the interior of that offensive line for the commanders. And then you got to worry about Grady Jarrett. Yeah. So it, it's, it's going to be the, the trenches to me is going to decide the game um, on either side. I get Atlanta winning 28 to 24. I would say the commanders 24 Falcons 20. Addison, do you care to wager a, a, a pick here? 25 21 Falcons. Look at that, the old 25. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what's up? Three, three field goals, man. Three field goals. He's going to kick three field goals? Or three field goals separate? Because that's not what no, separates 29 and 25. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get over <laughs> to our uh, NFL team. Draft eliminator, however you say it. Eliminator. Uh, Clint, you got our records. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Addison. Start with last place. Start with last place. Okay. I'll start with last place. Addison is in last place with five points with a five and six record. Uh, it's been a while since he's uh, listened to the show. Yeah. And then uh, I am in second on a seven game win streak. I started out 0 and 4 and I have won seven in a row. Now sitting at seven and four with seven points. Alston is in first with eight points, eight and three on the season. So Addison gave up a little bit of ground here this last week. And then, uh, and then Austin and I maintained that one game differential there. And uh, Addison and I picked opposite teams last week. Yep. 49ers and Cardinals. That's right. Yep. Opposite team. Uh, this 49ers week we're actually win. picking the same team. Both of us have Buffalo beating Detroit. Clint's going to check the paper, make sure neither of us have selected Buffalo in the past. I know Addison hasn't selected the Bills. You have not selected the Bills either. I know. That's why I just did. Yep. So, why are you telling me things I, I already know? I'm just making – I'm just – Oh, this is a Florida podcast for everybody else. I, I just picked them before. I just got to double, double check, you know? No, no, because I've made it a point not to pick the best teams in the league until we get down to the end of the season. Yeah, well, you know how I've started my streak, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so do you want to guess who I'm picking this week? I would say whoever's playing, what was it, the Texans? The Texans. Whoever's yeah. played the Texans. That's how I started this streak. Uh, the Dolphins have the Houston Texans this week, so I will go with the Miami Dolphins this week. Feeling good. I'm feeling, I think I got eight in, eight in a row for me. I like, I like to hear it. Eight in a row. Boy, eight that would be something. Yep, eight in a row. All right. Well, there is our – there are our – there is our – Addison, you throw me off. I just got too much going on beside me. <laughs> yeah, not only is Addison back, I mean, he's in studio with you. So that's directly that's, over. I my mean, shoulder. he is right beside. He wants to make Sharing sure you know he's back. <laughs> that looks like Mario right now. He's got the blue, he's got the blue undershirt with the red shirt over the top. He's got the mustache. He's got okay. the mustache rocking. Yeah. He's got... just needs a big red hat. Got a big red hat. All right. Just needs a big red hat. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's look at week 12 of college football. Uh, lots of close games in the top 25, is, and it's what we love to see, right? Uh, you got Navy defeating number 25, UCF, 17 to 14. A lot of respect for Navy because UCF stayed in They're the top 25. They're fighting for our country. UCF, UCF oh. stayed in the top 25 after losing to a three win team. 
Uh, yeah, that's sad. <laughs> Number four, TCU escapes the oh, Bears of Baylor, twenty-nine to twenty-eight. Yes, that was almost my uh, almost my upset pick last no, week. No, it was Clint shuts down. He said, "No one." <laughs> Clint's a Michigan man. They barely beat old Brett Belima and the Illinois Fighting Illinois. The line now. Who? Yeah, Brett Belima. Who is What's Brett Belima? Belima. Belima. Brett Belima. 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 Brett Belima. Brett Belima. Yeah. Nineteen seventeen. Michigan pulls it out. Uh, With a field goal, Ball, yeah. Yeah. Boston College is getting slagged by Notre Dame 44 to zero. Uh, Addison's Kentucky Wildcats loses a close one against number one Georgia Bulldogs 16 to six. Clemson barely gets by Miami in a close <laughs> one. Shows just how weak they are. <laughs> the score was 40 to 10. <laughs> it, it, it was 40 to 10, but, you know, really was it? It, it, you yeah, know. Sure. Yeah, it should have been worse than that if it wasn't for uh, turnovers in the third quarter. Yeah. Number two, Ohio State beats Maryland 43 to 30. Which Maryland had the ball down six with a minute to go. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's a lot of top 10 games that barely, barely worked out the way they did. That's easy over here. You got a little rumbling in your tumble. You scared me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. USC, USC surviving the big matchup with UCLA. Yeah, 48-45. Yeah, uh, Georgia Tech beats UNC. UNC was ranked 18th. Yeah. Uh, and then Addison's Ole Miss Rebels lose to Arkansas 42-27. to uh, But his Oregon Ducks pick up a win over Utah 20-17. to and yep. uh, that that was about it for the for the week. The, did you see the fake news with uh, the lane train? With the uh, yeah, going to Auburn. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. That was funny. Yeah, that was about it for uh, the week of uh, college football week twelve. Any other games you want to look at, Clint? Well, I don't know. You you talked about a lot of close games in the top five. You failed to mention your uh, your Gamecocks getting the big win there over Tennessee, number five at the time. Oh, that's right. 63 to, what was it, 38? 63 to 38. We almost doubled up the number five team in the nation. Mm -hmm. Let me move this mic over here while I talk a little bit. (laughs) Addison may unplug it. You get too excited. It was almost double. What is your threshold for almost? Wait a minute. What was my threshold for double? For almost. Uh, Within – Two minutes, one minute of the game, we had 63 and they had 31. You idiot. Clint, get your boy, get your mans. Get <laughs> I'm your just mans. glad he's back. I'm just get glad your mans. Bringing, bringing this crap in here. Carolina, <laughs> what can I say, Clint? Uh, the know. intern said it once in a generation talent. Spencer and it took Rattler a generation to see it. Took <laughs> the whole season, but we found him. Spencer Rattler goes 30 for 37, 438 yards. The only South Carolina quarterback in history to throw for six touchdowns in a game. Mm-hmm. Also, zero interceptions. Yeah, he went from a eight to nine touchdown interception on the season. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. 14 to 14 and nine. So. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. We 
exploited their bad, subpar defense. Bad, bad defense. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give them credit on defense because it was bad. They're bad. I mean, they've been bad all year. You and I have talked about it on the podcast. Yes. They've been bad all year. The week that and we complimented we them. We exposed them. Oh, yeah. Like I texted you, Tennessee's defense is pathetic. yourself to me. <laughs> like, yeah. I got you. like I texted you, you know, Tennessee's defense is bad, but you have to give props to an offense that has struggled all year. They executed and took advantage of the bad defense. Yeah, and, and you saw – Marcus Satterfield moved Nate Adkins into the backfield to add more pass protection for Spencer Rattler, and it paid off. I mean, I'm oh. hearing I'm hearing all these fans saying, "Fire no, Marcus Satterfield!" He's still Marcus out. Satterfield. He's still now out. I'm here, give him a race. No, pay the man. Pay that. the man. Give him more responsibility. We had a good move moving Nate Adkins to a blocking halfback role to give him more time and allowed him to scan the, the field. Old H back. He just he just showed up, man. Uh, you know that's what we were looking for coming over from Oklahoma for day one, and we haven't seen it. So it was good to see he moved the ball around. Twelve players caught passes, including Spencer Rattler. How did he do that, Addison? Threw it to himself. Threw it to himself. No, uh, he did not throw it to himself. That's that generational arm, man. <laughs> <laughs> generational arm, generation speed, just everything. yeah, everything. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, he's, Juice that, he's those created players that also yeah. likes to create on Madden, dude. <laughs> okay, I changed the guy's, I changed the guy's last name one time, sure, and that's sure. all I get sure. to whatever, all caps. Dude. I mean, it was, it was, pretty yeah, obvious. I just thought it was, yeah, whatever. Drafted anyway. in the sixth round, all of a sudden he's a 99 overall wide receiver. No, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true. His last name was superstar, and all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Juice Wells, 11 catches for 177 yards. Defense played played well. They only had one sack, and that was from Taco Hemway, one of Addison's Conway cuties. Um, that's what you always told us. Talking him, talking him. I never said Conway cuties. Taco listens to this show, and after the first time you said that, it clicked with him. He's like, you know, I remember that guy. That was pretty sure I called the cops on that guy. Yeah, (laughs) he's a good kid. He's the guy that cornered me on the bus. That mustache and everything. <laughs> in his Mario outfit? I mean, it's weird. <laughs> oh, goodness. It was scary. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, former Addison Conway cutie star, Taka Hemway had one sack, uh, but there was pressure on Hendon Hooker all night. And that was... Uh, how old are you, Addison? How old are you? You looked at me when you said, don't look at me. <sighs> I just want to apologize to all the listeners out there that we have that we have this child with us again. Uh, It was a good game by Carolina, uh, so I'm I'm very happy. Notre Dame wins forty four to zero. Yes, so so it was was a good good weekend for the Tigers. Good weekend for the Tigers playoff hopes. It is. I've never I've never pulled for the Gamecocks that much in my life. Yep. So that. I always pull for Clemson. Gamecocks, yeah. I always pull for Clemson unless they play Carolina or Notre Dame. Is there a reason why your voice had to drop down so Because <clears throat> I was about to cough and I held it in. I sucked it back he's up. Getting that, he's getting that there radio coughing. voice, Addison. I said you he's been working coughing. on his radio voice since you left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so now let's jump into the top six playoff bracket 
not bracket, but the top six picture. Addison's got to be flustered, Clint. College football playoff rankings. Yeah, he's yeah. got you all over the place. He's got to be all. You don't over know whether he's... to be angry or excited. You don't know. What I'm to definitely do. angry, <laughs> but he's just like breathing. On, he's breathing very heavily onto my. It's just like oh, I just can't. I can't shake it. Oh man, uh, I feel like uh, I feel like a I feel like a pilot in Star in Star Wars. <laughs> The pilot. I can't shake it. I can't shake it. Yeah. It's a good reference there. Yeah, well, that's a good reference. I like that. <laughs> All right, Clint, give us our top six right now, according to Walk on Water Boys. It's, okay. The Walk on Water Boys top six, as you saw if you follow us on Twitter, the uh, top six is uh, four Walk on Water Boys Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, USC. And then the Clemson Tigers. That was the Walk on Water Boys top six. The college football playoff committee disagreed uh, for some reason. They've got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. I believe LSU was number five. And then USC at number six. Alabama at seven. And Clemson at number eight. You know what's funny? Addison put Clemson at number three, I think. I don't know why. Did you have a justification for ranking Clemson so high? I did. I put them above. above he said Michigan didn't impress. Them. I mean, to me, the problem is the fact that LSU is ahead of USC, and you can make the argument why is LSU ahead of Clemson? I mean, that's so that, I, to me that's put, the debate. I put Clemson above both Michigan and TCU because neither team has impressed me so far this season. If I take those three teams and they play at their top potential, Clemson is the best team of those three. False. And I agree with him. If the teams right play, on. if the teams play at their best, if the teams play at their best, that's what he said. If the teams play at their best. Clemson yeah, is far more talented than either one of those teams. Well, if I play my best, I'm better than all of them too. Well, I'm well, just saying. I'm using his words. I agree. Oh, with okay. Him. The problem is, is that well, you Clemson, know what, Clemson, that's gonna get you in trouble. You start yeah, Clemson. Clemson has. There's a played, few that we can't say on here. Yeah, Clemson hey, go hasn't through? played at their best. One starts with a C. The next one starts with a U. All right, all right. Okay. Clemson hadn't played at their best. Maybe one time this year. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Where, uh, but yeah, to me, the to me the problem is is LSU and Bama. Oh, oh, hey, no, LSU the problem's not LSU. Bama. The problem is the head coach at LSU. Well, no, I'm that the carpet bagger who comes down. To me, it's LSU. They're they're ignoring results. They're only rewarding LSU for these supposedly good wins over Ole Miss, who just lost to Arkansas, and Alabama, who probably should have five losses on the season. Sounds like you feel Alabama, a D on Ole Miss. And Alabama, and Alabama hasn't beaten anyone all year. Uh, and they lost by 20-plus to Tennessee at home. And they lost – wait for it. They lost to Florida State, common opponent where Clemson beat Florida State at Florida State. And LSU has two losses. To me, there's no argument for it except one thing. It's the SEC bias. It's That's the SEC bias. It's the SEC bias because they don't have anything else except that. There's nothing else they have. But All it doesn't right. matter because they're going to get blown out in Atlanta. So. But it doesn't matter because Clemson's about to end the season with two losses. And that brings us into college football week 13 rivalry week. We want to do our team draft before then? Do you want to? Yeah, let's go ahead and get the team draft by okay. the way. Yeah, so hold your deep voice back. Yeah, let's get the let's get I'm the ready team, for wild, the wild team wild draft. Wild. So we so we discussed uh, the team draft coming to an end uh, this week. 
uh, locking up our picks. And then uh, Alston is going to make the change of, of, uh, Aston, what are you doing over there? Let's see. I, you... I want, I want him to show you on camera what he's doing. He's doing it off to the side. I'm pouring myself a drink. Okay. It's uh, two, two liter of Mountain Dew. All I hear is garbage about my Mountain Dew consumption. He's pouring had one cup. two liter of Mountain Dew. He's no, just, no, he's just killed off this two liter. Of Mountain oh, nice. Okay. That was a, it, it had one the, cup. The Mountain Dew calms his nerves, Addison. You're making him nervous. Calms him down. First off, that's not true. And you know, it. <laughs> uh, don't anyways. shame someone because of your shameful nature. So, the team draft we had this discussion. He who cast the first stone. Oh, I guess. All right. So, the team draft uh, this week Alston, uh, Addison, and then myself. Alston has Georgia, Ohio State, Bama. Addison has Tennessee, USC, Utah. I have Michigan, TCU, and Clemson. We gave the each of us the option to lock them. Right now, lock your roster because of the lack of teams left out there with the potential of making the playoffs. Or you can, or you can make a change. Uh, Austin lucked out because uh, he is first this week, and he's the only one that really. Hit, there's only one team out there left available to take yep. that has a playoff opportunity, and that is LSU. So even with so hatred, Austin has number one, number two, and number five. With hatred in his heart uh, for their head coach, Austin still dropped Alabama and picked up LSU. His roster or his team, college football team draft is locked. So he will finish with Georgia, Ohio State, and LSU. Uh, Then it goes to Addison, who has a roster of Tennessee, USC, and Utah. He was given the option to lock. (laughs) Wait, say his his roster again, please. uh, Tennessee, USC, and Utah. Uh, So he was given the option to lock our draft and he I think chose, got more losses in those three than Carolina does. I'll see. He chose he chose to drop Utah and pick up Oregon. Uh Oregon. obviously Oregon and Tennessee doesn't have a shot at making the playoffs. It's just USC. So USC Addison might as well go ahead and say he's eliminated from the college ball team draft. Uh and then I have Michigan, TCU and Clemson had the option to lock or drop. I am locking with Michigan TCU and Clemson. So that's the college football team draft for season one. Uh, right now, basically between me and Austin heading into the uh, final couple of weeks of the season. Uh, looking forward to a, to a big conclusion here. USC is going to sneak in there. It's, it's very possible. Yeah, it is, it's possible. I mean, if they went out, they're in. Uh, yeah, they went out, they're in. But the problem is you only have USC with a chance. I mean, well, the problem is they face the Notre Dame fighting Irish this week in the battle yeah, for the jewels. I hope fighting Irish dominate. Oh, we will. That brings us to week 13 in college football season. Rivalry week. That it is. Rivalry week. We're a long way away from week zero, aren't we, Addison? We are. 13 weeks. <laughs> 13 plus one. This week, rivalry week. Again? Same thing. Same thing. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. You got Mississippi State taking on Addison's Lane, Kiffin, Ole Miss, Rebels. Name that Lane rivalry game, 19. Addison. Go. Name that rivalry game, Addison. Oh, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. The Egg Bowl. Excuse me? Are you kidding me? The, the egg bowl. Did you hear me? 
Okay, that makes sense. I forgot. <sighs> I've been away for 18 weeks. Oh, man. I'm disappointed in you and a lot of things. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's All fine. right. You got number 19, Tulane taking on 21 Cincinnati. Don't know if that's a rivalry game. But I don't believe it is. Should be interesting. Uh, Clint's favorite, Texas Longhorns, still ranked number 24. Oh, my goodness. What a joke. Taking on Baylor. <laughs> like, they they had to be embarrassed that they were in the – I mean, why? Why? <laughs> why are they in the top 25? That Texas bias. Exactly. NC State takes on number 18, UNC. Of course, UCLA, UCLA in California, Florida and Florida State, Michigan and Ohio State battle number one, or excuse me, number two and number three. Uh, that's probably one of the games we're most looking forward to this week, along with the battle for the Palmetto State. South Carolina takes on the number seven Clemson Tigers at noon. Uh, Clint, how do you feel about a noon kickoff? I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. I prefer it to be a night game in the Valley, but but that tends to happen a lot with this rivalry game when they play at Clemson. It's, it's a 3.30 or noon game. But uh, but it'll be it'll be rocking. It'll be a noon game. I'll be, I th- Clemson's mo- Clemson is more accustomed to playing noon games, I believe, than South Carolina. Yeah, so, I 100% agree with yeah, that. Yeah, so I think there is a small advantage there. But, I mean, obviously for for crowd purposes, obviously you would prefer a later start time. Uh, you got number 23, Coastal Carolina, who were too afraid to play last week. We're going to play this week against James Madison. I you think that line is James Madison minus 14 or something like that. Yeah. Is that correct? 14 and a half. Yeah. No respect on them uh, on them yard books. No, no respect. Yeah. On those literary yard books. That's, That's right. what I call them. Well read. Yeah. Uh, Auburn takes on number eight, Alabama, in the rivalry game known as the Okay, he there got you go, right. and nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares this year. Cadillac uh, Williams going. Uh, he might get the head coaching job if he wins that game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, LSU Texas A and M battle of just garbage people. Um, what if Texas Georgia, wins Georgia that game? What if Texas A and M wins that game and then LSU beats Georgia? Here's Brian Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen? Wouldn't that be great? Uh, Ah, all right, number 25, UCF taking on South Florida. Number nine, Tennessee and Vanderbilt, Kansas and Kansas State. Kansas State currently ranked 15th. That game, you know, you could have circled that five weeks in. I think you got two undefeated teams here. Uh, but Kansas has obviously dropped off. Then you got Washington and Washington State. And, of course, Saturday night, 730 Number 13, Notre Dame plays number five, USC, the battle for the jewel shillelagh, first established 1952 by the Notre Dame Alumni Club of Los Angeles. Let's go Fighting Irish. Let's, Let's go, go Gamecocks. Let's go Irish. Here we go. That's all Ugh. we got, man. Ugh. I threw up a little bit in my mouth after saying that. Let's yeah. go Irish. Mm. Mm. Cut your behind last time. Mm. That's what it looks like when he tries to say Notre Dame. Yeah, you can't say the word. Notre Dame. So. Notre Dame. All right. Uh, so, all right. Big, big topic. Carolina versus Clemson. Clemson seven-game winning streak. Five games decided by 21-plus points. My, Marshawn Lloyd 
still questionable. He hasn't played in three weeks, I think, now. Mm-hmm. If Carolina wants to win, they have to do everything they did against Tennessee and then some. Clemson has a better defense, obviously, than Tennessee. Uh, Hendon Hooker played – I think he played a decent game last week. I think Hendon Hooker's – I think a Hendon Hooker decent game is a DJU good game. You can disagree with that. I know you're a DJU apologist. We're putting it on your Twitter profile. Uh, I, think no, Hooker, I agree with that. I agree with Hendon that. Hooker's, Hendon Hooker's decent game is a good game for DJU. So if we can rush, if we get Tonka Hemingway and the and the Conway Cuties rolling and get some pressure on DJU and find a way to shut down that white boy in the backfield. Ship you happens. Know? Ship happens. Ship happens. Yeah. If we can shut down Shipley, you know, we got a chance. Uh and you know, if Marshawn Lloyd comes back, that's another another factor that we've missed for three or four games now. Uh, I don't expect Spencer Rattler to throw for 400 plus yards or six plus touchdowns. You know, I, we, I, I can see him having a middle of the road game like he has numerous times, but if you can put together a piece of his passing game, if you bring Nate Atkins back in to, to, to get more protection and you have Marshawn Lloyd, if, if you have those three pieces, I think we got a shot. I really do. So before we get into our final score predictions, I do want to, uh, to go over some notes I've worked hard on today, Alton. So I feel like I should share these with the listeners. So obviously the first excitement with the rivalry for me, Sean McDonough and Todd Blackledge. I mean, awesome. Awesome crew to announce the game. I like Todd. Todd Blackledge a lot. Yeah, I like both of them. So noon on ABC, uh, Clemson right now a 14-and-a-half point favorite. And then the over-under on this game is 52. Uh, Clemson currently a 40 game home winning streak uh going that's an acc record uh they are the third program ever uh to have 12 consecutive 10 win seasons fsu with 14 from 1987 to 2000 alabama 14 2008 to 2021 uh clemson leads the all-time series with the gamecock 72 to 42 and four uh so Obviously, big matchup. I wanted to go over some numbers. You touched on some of this. I kind of want to give you the listeners some stats. Uh, and the first thing I want to lead into with this, Clemson right now is probably playing their best uh, on defense as they've played all year. They've kind of gone to more of an aggressive attacking style uh, the last couple of weeks, coming off uh, holding the Miami Hurricane offense to – 98 yards on offense. That's the least amount of yards by an FBS team since 2012. Uh, So Clemson's defense rolling right now. And you brought up the Vols defense comparing them to the Clemson's defense. You are correct. I just want to kind kind of state by the stats just how drastically uh, the separation is between these two defenses. Clemson right now 18th in the nation in total defense, the Tennessee Volunteers 100th. Uh, so a huge difference there. This is a lot better defense that South Carolina will be playing. Shane Beamer in his press conference even stated, this is the best front seven that we'll have faced all season long. 
Uh, now, I do want to add in, they are the most talented, but getting them to play like that every weekend has been the issue uh, for Clemson this season on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Sacks, Austin, you mentioned the Gamecocks getting pressure on the Tigers. Uh, right now, South Carolina is 108th in the nation with sacks. Uh, but look on the other side, Clemson is 17th in getting sacks. Tackles for loss, Clemson is 8th. South Carolina also 108th with tackles for loss. And then, uh, so, so basically what I'm doing is giving you reasons why I, Clemson should win this game. That's, that's what I'm telling you right now. This is why they should win the game. Rushing offense, Clemson 44th, South Carolina not known for running the ball, 96th in the nation. Obviously, with Marshawn Lloyd being out for how many ever weeks, I'm sure that has an effect on that number. Uh, but here's a huge difference. Rushing defense, Clemson 12th in the nation with rush defense. South Carolina's run defense, 110th. What did Austin bring up about what do they need to do? They need to stop Will Shipley. Uh, that's going to be tough to do when you've got the 110th ranked run defense. Now, where you thought and where I thought South Carolina may would have the advantage because right now, clearly, Clemson has the advantage based off the numbers. So here's where I thought the Gamecocks would have their opportunity to win this game. Turnovers. I thought South Carolina would maybe – this may be a spot where you could find a big difference. Uh, Clemson at negative one on the margin this year. That's 75th in the nation. South Carolina, though, negative six on the margin, 110th in the nation. So not an advantage there. So then I looked to special teams. Beamer ball. South Carolina obviously having a great year on special teams. Uh, I'm not sure there's a better field goal kicker in the country than B.T. Potter. Uh, for the Clemson Tigers. So I looked at the blocked field goals. South Carolina, great year. Six blocked field goals, second in the nation. But Clemson, four on the season, sixth in the nation. So not much of an advantage there. And then blocked punts, you've got Clemson second in the nation, or South Carolina second in the nation with five. But then here you got Clemson tied for 13th with two. So the advantage that I thought would be there for the Gamecocks is slight. Slight advantage there, and that's what I think it's going to take for the Gamecocks to win this game. Some big plays on special teams and to win that turnover margin. If Clemson doesn't doesn't turn the ball over, I don't see South Carolina being able to stop the run, and I don't see South Carolina being able to run the ball, and Clemson will get pressure on Spencer Rather, unlike the Tennessee Volunteers. So I thought there might be an advantage there for the Gamecocks, not much of one, but they are going to have to play they're going to have to create some turnovers on defense and continue uh, their special season that they've had on special teams. Uh, so if those things happen, South Carolina can make it a game. I just don't see it happen. Well, I'll tell you the one thing South Carolina has that Clemson may not have. And that's heart, Clint. That's heart. Oh, here we go. You're getting and that's going to take these boys over – the victory line. Well, Chime in. I, I think not only did the Gamecocks help the Tigers last weekend with their big win over Tennessee, if there was any reason for them not to have the full attention of Clemson, they got it. And, and, and 
I think it's to Clemson's benefit that a lot of a lot of what you saw in that Tennessee game that the offense presented uh, in that matchup now is on film. Sure, absolutely. So now Clemson has time to prepare for it. And Beamer said himself, hey, this, this is the best front seven we have played all year. Clemson is going to attack. Clemson is going to rush the passer. They're going to get to Spencer Rattler. How much, we don't know. But what kind of effect can they have on him and make him uncomfortable? He was not uncomfortable against Tennessee. He was as comfortable as you've ever seen him in his college career. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Clemson is going to affect him. It's just, can Rattler settle in, move the pocket? Can he scramble and not make mistakes? Because, like I said, I, I, South Carolina's got to force turnovers. They've got to win that turnover margin, and they've got to make plays on special teams to win this game. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be a good game, and that's what we're looking for, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. When it all comes down, we're a fan of Clemson. We're a fan of Carolina. We're a fan of college football. We want to see a good, yeah, fun, entertaining game, and I think we're going to get one Saturday. I mean, I mean, Clemson needs to to get some respect from the college football playoff committee. They need to dominate this game and i'm not saying they need to just blow out south carolina but they need to control the game throughout they need to where south carolina never truly has an opportunity even though the score may only be 10 points you know somewhere in that range but clemson's in control the entire time yeah well we'll see noon kickoff from the valley you got a score prediction we get a score prediction from yeah 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 so I've went back and forth on this past couple of days thinking I'm going 31, 28, 31, 28. Okay. All right. So high hopes again for that, for that offense, the 28 points. So, so I don't know where Addison went, but, (laughs) but uh, I'm right there with the thirties just on Clemson side. I've got Clemson with 30 and then South Carolina with 17. And I think that 17 is probably something late in the game. Uh, yeah. Clemson's Clemson's team has been known to to give up some touchdowns late that make the scores look closer in some of these wins they have this season. But I think this defense with the aggressive style they've come out with in the past couple of weeks resembles more of that attacking Brent Venable style. Uh, they've moved some rounds, moved some players around on defense. Barrett Carter now at the will. Trent Simpson back out of the Sam where he played last year. So, and Barrett Carter is playing like an all ACC defender right now. Brian Brzee will return this weekend. So, so that's big for that defensive front. I don't see South Carolina being able to run the ball. I think they'll get to Radler. Uh, so I like Clemson 30, South Carolina 17. Well, there you have it. That'll do it for college football in week 13 rivalry week. We're looking forward to a, a fun weekend. Clint, you got anything else you want to go over before we sign off? Uh, well, we need to do the final week of Beat the Bookie. Oh, the final see, week I'm, of I'm, Beat the Yeah, the final I'm hype. Week, I'm ready for the game. Yeah, the final week of Beat the Bookie is here uh, right now. So, with the final week of Beat the Bookie, uh, it's really down. It is down. It's not really. It's down to Addison and I, as Austin has just completely fallen apart this past month. That's uh, true. Had a commanding lead. He's going zero and two, I believe, four weeks in a row. Maybe that sounds about right. And do you know what happened five weeks ago? Addison left the show. I stopped gambling. You stopped gambling. Oh, is that what it is? 
and I have totally just not paid attention to things like I did, you know, when I got money online, I'm, I'm looking, I'm checking, I'm reading articles from Missouri. I'm, (laughs) I'm looking up, you know, Southern (laughs) Illinois. I'm, you know what I mean? uh, The Salukis, eh? big Salukis.net. What is that? So, so I'm, I'm in it, but, uh, you know, after, uh, I had a tough week, lost the, lost the Disney fund. So yeah. I kind of just shut everything down and, and it's really hurt me to be yeah. booking. Yeah. So Austin right now in last he's, he's clinched third place, uh, heading into the final week. <laughs> he's right. got a record right now of seven and 17. Uh, I am in second at 10 and 14 went one and one last week. Addison in the lead by one game. Uh, he also went one and one last week. So down to me and Addison this week, uh, he has a record of 11 and 13. So Addison, the only one with the opportunity to get back to 500 at season's end. Uh, Addison actually gave us his picks earlier. And since he's completely to no, know, there he is. So Addison gave us his picks earlier. Now, Addison, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you remember yeah, your picks? Cup of milk. Do you remember your, your, your picks? For your for yeah for your your beat. No, he doesn't remember. He just points in the schedule. My upset was uh, Washington State over uh, yeah Washington State over Washington. Yeah, so he's got Washington State plus two and a half over the Huskies, thirteen in the country. What Uh, was your original upset? It was Wake Forest minus three over (laughs) over Duke. (laughs) Uh, So so that's his upset. Now your lock, Addison. Do you remember what your lock was? I don't remember what my lock. Right, so your lock, <laughs> your lock was number eighteen UCLA minus ten at Cal. Oh yeah, so that's that's I think that's a pretty good. That is a good. That's a good lock. As long as there's not a hangover there for the Bruins from their loss last week, I think they'll take care of business there. Now going over to me, the interesting thing here, obviously I'm one game behind Addison, two games to pick. His upset is my lock. I've got the number thirteen Washington Huskies minus two and a half at Washington State. Good pick, that's fine. Uh, what is that uh, rivalry game there, uh, Addison? Addison, rivalry game for Washington State and Washington? Yeah, he picked the opposite of what you picked. Oh, well, that was dumb of him. What? What's the rivalry for the Washington and Washington State matchup? Got some trivia Lumber, for you. The Lumberjack Hacks. No, that would be the battle for the Apple Cup. All right, so... I've got Washington two and a half yeah. over Washington State. The upset. Yeah. So my upset. <laughs> Battle for the wooden teeth. Uh, the upset would be. Is that a different Washington? I forgot to write down the spread on this one, but I think it's uh, plus three. But upset is number 25, Louisville. Uh, over Kentucky. And I think it's plus three, I believe, is, is what the, the spread on that one was. But, yeah, so I've got Washington over Washington State and Louisville over Kentucky. So, Austin, your lock, your final lock and upset, even though you've already clinched third place. Uh, you man. Uh, your final lock and upset for the season. Yeah, for my lock, I got Ole Miss minus two over Mississippi State. Hmm. And then I got Tulane upsetting Cincinnati. Hmm. I looked at both of those. Um, yeah, as with all the – all the rumors and everything, Lane Kiffin having to have special meetings with the team this week to make sure, hey, I'm not going anywhere, guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I stayed away from that one. <laughs> so, 
Well, that's it. Clint, do you got anything else you want to add to this week's episode? This no, no, that's it. I mean, obviously the big the big matchup this weekend. Excited to have Addison back on the podcast. Yeah. Uh only two episodes left in season one coming out to the wire. Yep. Yep. Seems like forever. Yep. Yep. Uh all right. Well, uh, if you made it this far, thank you. Hopefully Addison didn't hopefully Addison didn't scare you off. Yeah, he's he's definitely flustered me. He just went and got <laughs> a big old the host cup of, off. He's got a big old cup of milk to drink with his cherry coke. So oh, I don't even know what mixed together. Means. What? No, no, just one after the other. Just take a wow, sip of water and chase it. That's interesting. You know. So uh <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. Um <laughs> for Addison and Clint, I'm Austin. We'll see you next week. Go Tigers. Well, two of us, mate. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> There you go. That's the end of it. Okay. Go Tigers. <laughs> Walk on Water Boys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Water Boys. That's the Brian Kelly Go Tigers. That's what that one was. <laughs> Well, I'm down here in Louisiana, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you all for, for taking me in so so sweetly like Grandma made her delicious sweet potato pie back in the in the 50s. That's me, Brian Kelly, from from outside of Boston, Massachusetts. You sound like Andy from the office. <laughs>